ever wanted to know everything about weight loss surgery? Well, your wish has been granted. Introducing the Bariatric Beauties, hosted by me, Sherry. And me, Victoria. Tune in now for tons of great content every Wednesday, 7 p.m. London time. And 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. You, you won't, won't want, want to, to miss, miss a thing. thing. Hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome Hello, back to Bariatric Beauties. We are now in episode five. I know sometimes it feels like this is still our first show and then other times nice. we've like, been doing this for a while. Yeah. Um, so we wanted to do a little quick recap uh, to all of you guys who joined uh, last week. Uh, Victoria and I had a fun little cook off. And first of all, in case people didn't see the recipe, we did post it on the bariatric page. But number two, it was freaking delicious. Uh, it was extremely filling. And we did get some comments that next time Victoria didn't have an issue, but apparently people wanted to see the food that I was cooking and I'm not paying attention. So I just put down uh, the camera. And so none of you guys saw what I was cooking or how I was doing it. But yeah, so next time I will pay more attention, but at least Victoria was on at that time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Victoria, are you ready? Hi, Teresa. Hi, Teresa. Good. Oh, and Emily's watching too. Hi, Emily. Hi, Emily. Uh, so this week, we're going to talk a little bit about body dysmorphia and body image. Yes. Which is an issue. And it's not even an issue that has to do with bariatrics. Anybody who's lost weight or has insecurities and stuff like that, we've all gone through it at different times. So what we wanted to do is Victoria is going to give us a little definition for people who don't know what exactly is body dysmorphia? Yeah. Okay. So um, it's a mental condition and um, or dysmorphia. Um, it's where you spend a lot of the time sort of worrying about your weight, worrying about what you look like and your appearance. Um, and then you're making lots of effort to like conceal these perceived um, flaws, spending lots of time comparing yourself to others, um, which I've done in my past. Um, you know, as I'm on my journey, I've compared lots of times like, oh, I haven't lost weight like they have, etc. Um, obesity or sort of, you know, obsessively looking at yourself in the mirrors or avoiding them completely. So that's sort of what dysmorphia is. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but I've done that so many times. Have you? Oh yeah, absolutely. And so before we start the show, we do want to put a disclaimer out there. Like obviously Victoria and I are not medical professionals. We are just two awesome chicks who have experienced it like everyone else. And we just kind of wanted to talk about it today, the realities that it's out there and it does exist. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, so we want to talk about it. And then at the end, we might just give some tips or tools that kind of worked for us or is still working for us. Like we're still a work in progress. So we haven't yeah. mastered it, but we want to bring the topic to light because it's something that people don't like talking about. It's embarrassing. It's pointing out flaws and stuff like that. So we kind of want to break the cycle and put it onto the forefront and let's talk about it. Um, and obviously, if you are still struggling with body, 
issues that we recommend, obviously you reach out so that they can give you the tools and the resources to overcome it and get better. Yes. So at, with that being said, um, I, I think when you have like the, the bariatric surgery, the, the body dysmorphia comes in two waves and wave number one is before you've ever had surgery, just the body dysmorphia when you're obese or you're overweight or you're very heavy. So Victoria, like, did, did you struggle with that at all? Really struggled. What, before? Yeah, before surgery, before you. Oh, well, before, completely opposite. As I said to you, like, before. Um, yeah, um, I was obese. And actually, in my head, um, I thought I was thin. So um, I dreamt, I, you know, when you dream and you sort of see yourself, etc. Mm. I even dreamt that, I, you know, in my dreams, I was thin. I've never, ever, ever seen myself as a big person, ever. Um, and then it was only like when you look in a mirror um, or you look at a reflection at yourself in sort of like when you're going along. Bear in mind, I was, I'm in a wheelchair as well. Right. <laughs> so I'm in a wheelchair and suddenly I look at the reflection. I'm just like, boy, is that me? Or a photo, um, anything like that, or just pass a mirror and you're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was, the, I was the opposite. I was the opposite. How weird is that? No, that was before. Now, I, I think that for me, I was kind of along that lines a little bit where I didn't yeah. see myself as that fat. Or mm. And even, like, yes, you look at yourself in the mirror every single day, but there's something that almost like maybe you're blocking it or you're just not seeing it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until like you're sitting somewhere and you see a reflection, you're like, oh, like, what is happening? Yeah. Or, or, or you take like a group photo and you see your picture and like you're literally like two or three times the size of everybody. And About like, three people. Is that, <laughs> and I mean like go places and I'm like, oh yeah, like if we were going to do some kind of an activity, I'm like, oh yeah, I could totally do yeah. that. You have the strength. And then like you can't move. You're and doing you're, it and you can't do it. Yeah. In yeah. my mind, I could 100% do this, but yeah. it was like my body would just not yeah. let me do it. And so it was so crazy. And um, so- That's horrible. Yeah. So just like you, you don't realize visually what size yeah. you are until there's a picture or mm -hmm. a reflection or something like or that. Clothes, and then, maybe. Yeah. You and then we, something on anymore. Yeah. And, or something doesn't fit anymore. And you're like, oh, I must. Yeah. Have yeah. Mm. Um, and what we were talking about earlier is people don't talk about your weight as often when you're very heavy. It's almost no. like this elephant in the room and nobody's saying anything. And yeah. we talked about it in an, in a previous show where somebody would go up to me and be like, Oh, Sherry, have you lost some weight? You look really good. And you're like, no, no. you know, damn well, I gained like 40 pounds from the last time you saw me, but now you just created this, this insecurity. <laughs> Obviously you've noticed it enough to have to say something. Um, so that used to be really like really hard to wrap your mm. head around. Mm. It's how is it that you're not seeing yourself yeah. that way? Like, that's right. what was it like for you? Like, is it that like when you would come to that realization or that picture would come and you saw what would go through your mind? Oh, just revolting. Oh, I look so horrible. Get it away. And, and then I didn't go in any pictures at all. So trying to find some pictures from now before, before and after is really, yeah. really difficult because I therefore was just like, no, no pictures. And I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. 
So it's almost like the more you're becoming aware of it, the yeah. more recluse you're becoming and retracting and not being oh, in became, Yeah, nagrophobia, I did. I just wouldn't go out or anything. But do you know what's funny is when I was thin, I thought I was fat. It's crazy. So when I was a size 12, um, a 10 stone, I think it's 140 pounds, I think it is. I thought I was like 385 pounds. And um, anybody said to me, oh, you're looking great tonight. I'd be like, no, I don't. Uh, I look so fat. I look so fat. And then I'm looking back at those photos and I'm like, I look so good. I would be that again. And back then I was like, oh, I'm so fat. I have to go on a diet. I have to lose weight. And you're like, I feel to be there. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, to be there. Yeah. And um, yeah, so... Funny enough, now I've lost um, 168 pounds, which was 11 stone. Now I've lost that. I'm like, mm, I'm in the photos. Where am I? I'm here. I'm there. I'm yeah. everywhere. In and the photos. I'm terrible. No, and, but the, so, something shifts because even though you're not where you were at your lowest, yeah. you're, seeing the, you're, you're starting to see the changes now. And then yeah. you're like, well, hey, like we're on there. I know. Yeah. Because now... Because you, in hindsight, you look back at those old pictures and you're like, I wasn't fat then. Yeah, I know. So now that you're inching closer to it, you're like excited. Like, cause now I have a yeah. different mindset. Like, getting there, getting there. But then something shifts and then you have the surgery and then you start losing yeah. this weight. Yeah. And you almost get this total opposite. Yeah. Body dysmorphia and like struggling with body image. I have that. Yeah. So what was it like for you when you started losing the I weight? Still, I said, oh, so basically as I started losing the weight, you still think you're at that weight. So mm-hmm. you still think you're fat. Um, so you're, again, you're sort of looking at yourself, you're feeling yourself, you're sort of, you know, looking down at yourself or a seatbelt or something like that. And although it's fitting and it's, you know, it, it, I just feel fat. And yeah. you think you're fat. And again, you're sort of looking in the mirror going, oh, my God, look at that. Oh, I'm so awful. I'm so horrible. So mm, and that is a mental thing of uh, the side effect of basically after surgery um, and dysmorphia. I mean, it is a mental thing that you just can't get past. And then suddenly you're going, <laughs> hello. Yeah, and it's funny because, well, one when How did you feel? I was gonna say when when you have the surgery, you are losing weight on the number like pretty quickly, but I don't think yeah. your body really has time to adjust to the changes. And just kind of yeah. like how I never saw myself as fat is I didn't see the results right away. And no. then and then people would make a comment or something like that. And but you have the stigma because when they used to make a comment about your weight, it yes. was like you know that their intention was not to be malicious yes but it caused more harm than good it's like i'd rather you not said anything but what i've noticed is all of a sudden your weight and your body is always the topic of conversation every time you would go to an event or a party or a gathering Mm -hmm. it's always like sherry you lost weight how much weight have you lost what size are you now and you're like when I was a size 26, you never asked me what size I was. Why are you asking me now? Like, why are you asking me 
<laughs> what I weigh now. You didn't ask me when I was 360 pounds or something like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah. I felt like all of a sudden it created new issues for me. Cause I was like, if you're, every time you see me, if you're making a comment, a comment about my weight or how I look about mm. it and always had those thoughts before. Mm. So now it's like, was it just an elephant? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, um, and then it gets to a point where it kind of messes with you for a bit. And then it's almost like you don't know how to handle the attention and people are always complimenting you. And for me, okay. So I'm a Leo and I love, I love the limelight. I want it to be a Hollywood. And you're yes. I want it. I want it to be like famous and I want all this attention, but it was, I, it was something I always secretly wanted when I didn't have it, when you're into, it was like, it was like a pipe dream. Like one day yeah. people are going to yeah. look at me and they're going to be all excited. And, and then all of yeah. a sudden you kind of get a little bit of attention and you're like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, <laughs> so it's like yeah. you, see, you secretly crave this attention and then you get it and then you don't know how to handle it. So you almost start self-sabotaging yourself. So if somebody goes, oh my God, Sherry, like your, your waist is looking small. Yeah, but I have like this big pooch or, oh yeah, but I have this. And it was like, you're not accepting the results because you're so used to having this negative image of yourself that you're creating this more attention to your flaws. To the other bits. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I didn't care about my arms before. Like yeah. when I was 300, why am I obsessing about my arms now? And yeah. so then I feel like, especially when you start finding success with the weight loss, you start, I don't want to say if it's like you're being nitpicky, but then you start becoming over, overly critical oh, about okay. specific. Yeah. Whereas before it was the whole enchilada, the whole enchilada was fat. I'm and now, fat. yeah, you were just fat. It was just like all encompassing. Now, if you're looking at the enchilada, you're like, well, the cheese is a little burnt now and the tortilla is a little dry and the chicken, I don't think it's cooked all the way. And like, you're literally picking apart this, this little burrito and you're like, what is happening? What? I didn't care. I ate the freaking burrito before, like as it was. And so, yeah, so it just got to the point where you're constantly sated on the negative me. And I don't know if it's cause you just don't want to own it. Like you're afraid of, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I always, you know, you would see these people in high school or in school who are always pretty. They're like the cap, the captain of the cheerleading squad. Mm-hmm. And there was mm-hmm. always this certain demeanor that people who looked their optimal best and knew it, it kind of would go to their head. And I don't yeah. know. I was so afraid of, I never wanted to become that person No, that, that maybe subconsciously I was just constantly self-sabotaging myself, maybe as a way to humble ourselves. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. I definitely want to be in a humble person. Definitely. Yeah. Because I did see others sort of like, you know, hello. Yeah. And I didn't want to be that. I, did, I definitely didn't want to be that type of person. Um, but I also didn't want to be fat. <laughs> So, because then I've got judgmentals on my own because, you know, I had that side of it. So, mm, um, yeah, definitely. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think when when you're at your worst, it's just human nature to be negative about yourself. You put yourself Mm, down. I'm a fat piece of garbage. I'm not going to amount to 
everything. And then like when you kind of have this demeanor, it just kind of snowballs into even other areas of your life. And you kind of just keep this. And then it gets to a point when, when things start picking up, I think you're just so used to the the self-sabotage that you keep trying to, to find things wrong with you. And Mm -hmm. it's just so weird. And I, and I don't know, obviously we're not psychologists or anything. So I don't understand the psychologists. I don't mental thing or whatever. Um, but I think mostly a mental thing. Yeah, I don't, and I don't know what causes it. So what we you know when you're talking about the food though, and you're taking apart the food, you're mm-hmm. taking apart your body, aren't you? Because where's this is what I was trying to say when you're talking about the food. You know, you look at yourself and you're just fat. Everything's just fat. Right. Everywhere's fat, your face is fat, your arms are fat, your body's fat. But then when you've lost all the weight, like the dysmorphia thing, look at your arms. Look at my dummy. Oh, my boobs are down here. Oh, my, oh, my, oh, my, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's everything. Or you can nitpick on all your body. Yeah. And so that's and, a bit, of a, a, bit of a thing, I think, for everyone. And it's so hard. And we're human. So I, we can be as positive as we want. It's just it's just human nature. We're, we're, we're so ingrained. And especially of all of these years of like feeling certain ways and stuff like that. And I remember talking to my my bariatric surgeon, like before the surgery, I was like, yeah. I was like, I've heard stories of women who have like this crazy excess skin. And like people like women would make jokes like, oh, my my lower stomach, I can literally flap it and I can fly away or my chicken wings are so long I can fly on my own without. And I told the doctor, I was like, what happens if I if I have all this crazy excess skin? And he goes, well, then it means that the surgery was a success, right? (laughs) I I guess I didn't think of it that way. It was like I loved that he was able to put it in a different perspective. Yeah, I mean, I always used to say that I could, the more skin I see, the greater I'm going to feel because I know right. that it's working. I know I'm um, moving to my target weight. Right. So, yeah. And so, so I don't mind the loose skin. I will look, I, you know, I said to you about this and that, but I actually do on occasions look at my loose skin going, it's getting looser. <laughs> Because I want to, then I know that it's all going to go, you know? Right. Because again, it's like this visual, it's like the visuals is what really drives it home. The visuals, seeing that mm-hmm. picture of you as fat, when you, when you think of it that way, the visuals of seeing you yep. when you're thinner and you couldn't see it, it's all of, it's all about the visuals. So um, what we wanted to do today is we didn't want to talk about all of the negative things. We want to talk about what are some tips and tools and tricks that we think would be beneficial to kind of overcome that. And again, like we said, we're not overnight. We're not, we don't have the ability to cure you, but just a few tips that we've been doing. Yeah. A few tips and it seems to be working. So if there's a way that we can share it with you guys, that's what we're here for. It might help. Not be so yeah. So we're going to talk about how to change our mindset and how to and how to change how we view ourselves. So one of the things that was interesting, I was telling Victoria about it, is I was part of a support group recently where they had asked me to be like a speaker and kind of talk about stuff. And somebody brought up a point um, that they're starting to lose weight. I think they're about like a month post-op or something like that. But they didn't want to go to the gym because they would go to the gym and they felt extremely insecure thinking that everybody was 
staring at them because they were yeah. fat. I didn't and want to go swimming because of that, though. I was really scared to go swimming last week on Monday because I literally thought, oh, no, everybody's going to judge. Everybody's going to see my knees. Everybody's going to see, yeah. Wait, and so we have an NSV for Victoria. But we do. And what go is on. it? No, go, go ahead. Tell us what your yeah, NSV was this week. Yeah, so I got a new swimming costume on. It looked fabulous. And I went in swimming for the first time in over 10 years, I'd say. Over um, 10 years? I literally, can you see my little chicken skin? My hair is Oh, my God. And I didn't want to get out. I was in there for 40 minutes, which is just superb again that I was in for so long. And um, I didn't want to get out. And then the next day I was like, I want to go swimming. But I couldn't because of all the um, things that we had on that day. And today, full day. But tomorrow I am going swimming because I just every day I'm like, I want to go swimming. It was so fantastic. I want to go swimming. So this is a perfect example. So you said you were afraid to go. So yes. what was what was going through your mind when you went there the other day? Oh, what the the bad? I was so yeah. nervous. Yeah, honestly, I was saying to you, I don't know where to go. I don't know what about. I've never been in this pool. They've done it up. Um, suppose that you have to share the changing rooms. So I started to think about the changing rooms, and people are going to be in the changing rooms. But um, and I said because some of the changing rooms are all open now, and um, and I was thinking, oh no, if it's all open, I've got to change. That's going to be awful. Ah! And then um, Stu was sort of going, you'll be all right, you're bright, and I'm going, you don't understand. And um, yeah, so I was all like that beforehand, and then I get, right. got in and I saw that there were cubicles, so I was like, Whew. and then Stu was sitting there, so I knew I had him for support anyway. Um, sitting in like the gallery area and the gallery is literally just by the pool so I could speak to him while in the pool etc so yeah and then also what was fantastic about this pool is you can it's like a you can slide in like um so as if you've got a wheelchair that can go inside it's got a wheelchair ramp not that you're going to put a wheelchair in a swimming pool yeah. I mean you could try this wheelchair ramp is like a ramp a walk in and then you've got small steps that sl slowly walk you in as well so and then you're in so shallow up to your ankles and you're just slowly making yourself way around because last time i got in i went down some steps and drowned uh, 10 years ago were you drowned no i was literally up like that head down uh, my basically my um body like was like um so so big that I just sort of went head and legs up like that and the kids were laughing their heads off nobody was helping me and I was like that lucky I was a strong swimmer because I was like that and got round the right way around oh my god that's like terrifying <laughs> well I know so I thought oh no what if that happens again but they were lifeguards this time not my stupid right. children laughing their heads off Oh my god! Well, first of all, can we get it your children funny. on the show? Because I'm gonna have a talking to. Like, make sure <laughs> first people laugh afterwards. Oh my god! So, so what was the moment when you were in the pool the other day, where it just kind of shifted and you just didn't care anymore about um, all of those fears going into it? I was strong swimmer because I could do the. I started off like that, doggy. 
And then I went into breaststroke and that was like, oh, I'm doing a bit of breaststroke. Oh, oh. But the point was um, I did front crawl. Because as oh. I said, I was a very strong swimmer. Yeah. And um, so, of course, I did a bit of uh, breast, like, you know, front crawl. And I was just like, oh, my God, flapping my little legs, going like that. And I was just like, hey, I'm a strong swimmer again. So, and I am so happy. I am so happy that you had this NSV today because yeah. I know how long you've been wanting to do that. Yes. Yeah. Um, so going back to to step one of like kind of revamping everything is when it comes to being afraid to do or try this this is the advice that we're going to give you oh sorry yeah there was a connection issue um so to all of you out there who's afraid to try something new, afraid to do that activity, afraid to go to the gym or to go swimming. First and foremost, we cannot control the opinions of somebody else. We have no control. You can be one of those people who bends over backwards, gives the last $10 in your pocket, does everything right, and people can still hate you. So the point being is we cannot control how someone else is going to see us, what opinions or judgments we can have. The only thing we can control is how we're going to let it affect us and how we're going to let it determine what the next Mm -hmm. steps are going to be. And just in Victoria's case, she had all of these reservations. She, she was afraid of doing it. She was afraid of people looking at her, afraid of how she was going to be in the bathing suit, but she decided to do it anyway. And at some point, point she was no she was so excited over her like little flapping and stuff I know, yeah she didn't care of you know else as well i loved my flappy skin because because <laughs> it's all it's all going blah, 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 blah. <laughs> it's so funny i freaking love that i, I might not it. share the same sentiment but i love that you do I love that. because again that was a visual like having <laughs> And I say, like, I've been in the pool before and like you do certain exercises and I look underwater. It's like, exactly. your skin is doing that. It. But, and I have like, even last year when it was in summer and I would go in the pool, it's again, it's a visual on the success that you've had up That's until it. this point. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? Um, biggest issue number two is we compare ourselves to somebody else. And this is probably the biggest theme that both Victoria and I have seen in bariatric communities and support groups. Mm -hmm. And it's always the same shit. It's, hey, I'm one month out. I only lost 30 pounds. So-and-so lost 40. Or I'm six months out. And I think my sleeve failed because I only lost such and such. Or... um. I'm, I'm 22 and I have excess skin, but my friend doesn't, hers tightened up. Like what is wrong with me? My sleeve failed me. And it's the biggest, and it sucks. It's the biggest issue and and like borderline downfall of your success is comparing yourself to anybody. Yeah. Others, Mm. other bubbers. And what we have, to retrain our brain 
I gave this really good example of if you have identical twins, identical twins have the same blood type. They have the same, they're the same height and weight, the same hair color, eye color, everything like that. Let's say both twins are 450 pounds. And on the same day at the exact same time with maybe two different, whatever the case is, they both have the surgery. They are going to have different results because there are no two people in this entire world who have the same exact genetic, environmental, financial, whatever makeup as you do. Yeah. So just because two people are 5'4 and the same weight, their body shape is different. That's why we have pear shapes and apple shapes and hourglass shapes and stick shape. We have all of these different shapes. And it's really important to remember that specifically, we don't have the same amount of hair on our head. We don't have the same exact red blood cells in our body or what we don't have the same exact upbringing, mm. emotional issues, mm -hmm. um, environmental issues, self issues, mental issues. Like we are yeah. so differently that number one, when we compare ourselves to somebody else, we're giving them the status of almost like a perfection. Yeah, and who, and who determines perfection? There, there's. I don't know about you, like, well, except for Victoria and I, we're pretty perfect. But <laughs> in every way, there's no, there's no such thing as perfection. Because what is perfection? Perfection is a single person's view on an optimal result or goal. That's one person's opinion. So there might be somebody who looks at me and. Be he goes, oh God, like she's totally ugly and looks at Victoria and goes, oh, and vice versa. We, everybody has different, it's just, that's, you don't know, that's how, every time, every time you come on the screen. I do, I do that all the time. That's what made me laugh. Every time I see it, it's like that chariots of fire, like that orchestra. Victoria's yeah. here. Yeah. Um. So, okay, excuse us, guys. Yeah, excuse us. We're, ha we're, ha having, a, we're having a moment. Um, so again, so the biggest advice to this phase is do not compare yourself to anyone else. It's so hard. I know you want like a baseline or something to compare to base your success or your accomplishments. So we're going to give you something to compare to. If you have to compare to something, yes, you compare yourself to yourself yesterday. If you are actively doing a small change or improving yourself from yesterday, then you are successful. We all have different metabolisms and stuff like that. So success moving forward is going to be to compare it to yourself. If there's problem areas you have, which we're going to go into, into that in the next thing, there's things that you can do to make small improvements to fix your personal things. Because like I said, you can have two people at the same height and weight. One exactly. person is going to have really toned arms. The other one's going to be able to fly across the state by themselves. That's, <laughs> that's just the reality of it. Yeah. Um, so yes. So no, we were thinking like if, um, so what we were saying, like all the po positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. So we've got to start looking at all the good things, um, yes. you know, 
about it and all the good things about what you you know about your weight loss etc that you can turn the dysmorphia around right uh, and that's what we want um yes trees has just said um to set a small daily goal that's perfect that's one that's for one sure absolutely just small, um, small daily change hmm. changes that are adaptable that are easy to attain exactly and that's all you can do. So step three is we want to kind of switch the mindset up a little bit. And instead of focusing on the negative, we want to start focusing on the positive. So Victoria and I can kind of a little list things that we've been self-conscious about that we've seen other people be self-conscious about. And like I said, it might not work for everybody, um, but these are just tools to at least give it a go and see what happens. And, and maybe, maybe over time, it'll slowly change your mindset to at least get into that habit of doing things that yes. make you feel better about yourself. Um, yes. So what, what are, what's a good tip for you? So good tip um, is um, trying on clothes. Um, I would go into a clothes store and I was a size 30 and didn't uh sorry i was size 24 but i was trying on clothes 30 and so i kept like stewards kept bringing clothes in i was going i can't be i can't be at size 28 and then so he'd bring in a 28 and that was still too big and i'm going surely not a 26 and again the 26 fit so i was just like oh my god 26 right. fit. i thought i was a 30 that's one so trying on clothes and you That's can see cool. that your um, your body has obviously changed um, physically. Yes. And for those of you who've lost weight and you feel that you have problem areas, you don't like your midsection, you don't like your, your boobs or something like that. When it comes to trying on clothes, talk to somebody, like have somebody come with you who can be honest with you. Find, yes, find an outfit. If you're upset with how your stomach looks, find something that accentuates something else or maybe hides yes. the midsection a little bit. It's it's not about, because again, we're not caring what other people think anymore. We're caring with how we think. So for me- I got, I got um, Sophie to come with me, my daughter, um, Sophie to come with me and she's brutal. She's absolutely brutal. No, get that off. Yeah. And, um, or put a belt around that. That would look nice with a belt, etc. But, right. um, so I took her and she was, she was fabulous when she looked. But do you know what I was just about to say? The weird thing is, because you've been big for so long, you also have to do a new style because you don't know what you're going to, what looks good on you anymore. You don't know what, um, do you know what I mean? That style. You don't know what style you want to be. Do I want, um, you know, long dresses? Do I want to be in leggings and tops? Do I want to be a jeans person? Do you know what I mean? So I had to bring Sophie with me to say, right, now you're um, 49 now, mother, so you can't wear that. And I'm like, oh, why not? Why because not? you're not 39. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? no, 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 that's right. But it's that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, oh, don't wear that because it's like this. And, you know, so you'd, you know, that look doesn't look good. That looks good. Yeah. And, oh, jeans, you know, that would look really nice with jeans. That would look really nice with a dress, you know, that sort of thing. And it really helped because she actually put it into um, like uh, sets as well. That right. Really and so that, and that's an excellent suggestion. So when you start losing weight, 
Um, and you don't, cause I don't, for me, it was a lot of sweatpants and leggings and a big top or a tank top. Oh, or yeah. yeah. I had caftans. Take the time and determine, like it's, nobody else should tell you what your style is going to be. Like you were so afraid yeah. to try things because you just assumed because of your weight, it wouldn't look good, but this is the time to experiment. And especially like That's we were right. talking about earlier, if you have certain, if you have from your weight loss that you're a little self-conscious about right now, then don't, then don't highlight them. Highlight the things that, that you do like and so find things that are more like, like I had a hard time with my lower stomach. I still do. But that my top, my actual stomach, like my waistline's getting smaller. So I kind of try to find things that's a little bit more right. form fitting there, but kind of flow out a little bit. And mm -hmm. so there's so, yeah, so there's so many things that you can do to kind of change the vi visual and what you're seeing back. Yeah. And it's, not, it's not that you're hiding anything. It's just like you're accentuating the good stuff. Exactly. Um, things that can also make you feel better, we were talking about, is... Um, when you have weight loss surgery and you lose all of this weight, you obviously lose it everywhere, including yeah. your boobs. And you're not 20 anymore. And neither are your boobs. So <laughs> something as simple as going out and buying a new bra can just we make it done. And you did that too. Hey. I have. And I started swimming and a new bra. All in one week? All in one week. That's so amazing. <laughs> um, buying a new bra. Um, I love Spanx. Spanx yeah, are amazing. Yeah. They help yeah. like kind of tone it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, obviously, and I get it. Like we're human. Like if the minute going out though, it's really nice to wear Spanx and feel feel like great. Yeah, it's about wearing things that just yeah. make you feel good. Um, and then Victoria had brought up a really good point. Um, with trying like a different makeup or trying so, like, yeah. if there's if there's an you have then mix it makeup a little bit over, find a way to kind of I've been wearing makeup for years and years and years over 10 years again over 15 years and um I didn't know how to do it again so I was like oh no and also what's happened now is I've got hooded eyelids now where they've sort of dropped slightly and so now I can accentuate them so now my eyes are actually going bigger. And now, so again, another positive spin on it. I mm -hmm. go on the YouTube videos and I'm going, right, okay, hooded eyes, right? Okay, so I'll do right. this and do that. And I'm like, so now I'm learning how to do my makeup again and I feel much better. Yeah, and we live in this digital age where anything that we want to learn about is literally yeah. at the click of a button. And, see, yeah. and I could have never guessed that because um, I don't know how to do makeup. I just kind of just think I do, but like, oh, do you yeah. contour? You do. It looks gorgeous, darling. No, it looks gorgeous. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but I don't know how to contour or highlight or do you think like there there's makeup tips to make your nose seem smaller? Like I wanna uh, I want yeah, yeah, it's I want just that. it's crazy. Um okay. and then so step one is like you can wear clothing and certain things that accentuate your body that can make you feel confident, especially if you still have problem areas. So yeah. what happens if you still have those problem areas uh, and the clothing is not working? So then option two is, and again, we live in a digital age. Like if there's certain, there's certain exercises you might be able to find online to help with specific areas. Like for me, 
I have the, the issue with the chicken wings. Um, and obviously, you know, some people will have the surgery down the road, which, and that's an option, but mm -hmm. I wanted to at least, what are things that I can do now to be better than I was yesterday? And it, it's sometimes it's like certain specific exercises that just target that area. Yeah. And there's something, I don't know, there's something psychological that when you're doing it, kind of getting excited, like I'm kind of what the results are going to be like. And, yeah. and again, it's yeah. going to be okay. But you're putting yourself in this mindset that you're going towards something. You're heading towards a goal. Just like when you first had the surgery, I'm sure there were certain numbers that you wanted to hit or certain specific things that you wanted to accomplish. These are just more little goals to kind of like push, mm -hmm. propel you forward and put and get yourself yep. something to be excited about. Excited about the potential opportunities. Um, so another way to feel better is it doesn't even have to be doesn't even have to be about your body is trying something new whether it's like a new recipe or a new craft or taking a class yeah. trying something different that you can eventually start practicing and building yeah. skills because when you build skills in anything you build confidence and if you build confidence in another That's avenue it. then eventually it'll spill into your current lane that you're in and stuff like that so it's about putting yourself out there and just trying things and it's going to be hit or miss. Some things are going to work. Some things are not yes. things that I'm I've really trying recipes. Now I've never cooked before. And like I said to you, I don't cook. I am really, really trying. It was yeah. pancake day yesterday and I made pancakes for everybody. I don't normally do that. Stu normally hey. does. Yeah. That's all in one week, girl. Okay. So in one but week, pancakes, swimming and makeup. And what was the other one? Oh, I can't remember now. Oh my god, now I'm having a brain fart. Oh no, I'm having it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget yeah, it. But yeah, I've done four. <laughs> it's gonna come to me. It's um, one every day, maybe. That's like it's like a new thing a day. I like that. You need to be I writing. Know, yeah. You need to write down your NSVs. We're gonna do a future show about that. About um, NSVs. Yeah, I normally put it in my diary. Achievement of the day. Yeah. So you need to, you need to add it to your diary. So, yes, so another part of this is when you are feeling down about where you are in your journey, if there's certain things that you don't like about yourself, um, we're going to try an exercise and it's just, instead of focusing on the negative or the flaws or the, the imperfections that we think we have, we need to start shifting our brain and focusing on the positive and the things that we do like. Yes. Um, oh my gosh. Hi. My husband Eric is actually watching. Hello, darling. Um, just in time, Victoria. Hello, darling. I'm putting her on the spot right now. So she is going to look at herself and she's oh. gonna name one or two things that she loves about her reflection. Well, the new thing that I've noticed is my cheekbones have come out. Yes. So, Look at that. so they've really come out. And the other thing is my collarbone. <gasps> That's come out. So I like that as well. Wait, did the, collarbone, did the collarbone come out this week too? Is that like NSV number no, three? Not this week. Okay, okay. But they've been, they've been coming what? through as well. All right. I was going to, like when I was lying down, it's the ribs. 
isn't it? Like, yeah. but yeah. So looking at my, my sorry, looking at my reflection, um, and I think where I am doing my hair and makeup, I think that's changed. So because I am trying to take care of myself rather than before, I didn't, mm. I didn't care at all. So and yeah, that's mine. What about yours? I love oh. it. Because when I told Victoria I wanted to do this little exercise, she was like a deer in the headlights. She's like, uh. <laughs> so for me, I think one of my favorite things that, that I want to put, like, I love my lips. I do. Yeah. I, I always very, thought very I, had a very, I had a nice smile. Um, and there was a time for many years where that smile wouldn't come out. Or like my face used to be so big that you just, didn't want to see it so i would probably say that like my smile is probably one of my favorite things it is and, and i'm getting cheekbones too yeah sharing that in common we both have the same issue with our hair though <laughs> that was like sticking we're up both talking about our hair look we've got a little cow slip thing and but we're not in the middle but anyway yeah but we're not focusing on the hair <laughs> and a smile um so that's gonna bring us so and that's something that we encourage you guys to do too and really look at yourself in the mirror like yes i can look in the mirror and i can be upset with my arms or the way that my thighs are and stuff like that but when you start transitioning and, and pinpointing certain things that you do like, like and you're more, like your eyes they're and you're more conscious you know they're hooded now so but, right. but by doing makeup and learning how to do new makeup on hooded eyes, you know, instead of like other like my other eye shape, is again it makes such a difference rather than going, oh my eyes, my eyes, I'm not gonna put any makeup on. So yeah. yeah. So that's so, another spin. Yes. So that's bringing us to part four of today's show. And that is retraining our obsessive need to base our lives on numbers. Uh, the numbers of a scale. Yes. The numbers of a clothing size. Yes. So how do we do that? Do you have the answer? You're asking me? <laughs> yes. yes, I have the answer. Um, no, I don't have the answer. Okay. Um, no, I mean, um, instead of um, you go on the scales now, everybody's like fixated on scale, scale, scales. Um, I weigh once a week on a Saturday, um, and that just helps me every week to get motivated again or to think just to reset myself and go, right, da, 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 right, okay, great, I'm doing so good, or you know, right, okay, I've stayed the same this week, so I'm going to do this or make changes here, 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 etc. But you're so fixated on the numbers, mm -hmm. you're not seeing the change measurements of your body. So right. to start measuring yourself from the beginning really helps. So if you're just post-op, measure, measure, measure. And take photos. Take yes. photos of yourself. I took photos, like, as I said, only when I was probably a little way out because I didn't want any photos of myself fat. But so I, then I suddenly thought, oh, no, I've got to do before and after. So I started then taking photos of myself in, like, leggings and a top yeah. um, and things like that and taking um, before um, pictures and after pictures now I can look back at. Um, yes. 
and that really really helps and i do that once a month so i take pictures every single month in the same position so i take front side back and um and i do that every month and that's good and i'm sure like i don't know if eric's still listening but he can attest to this in the beginning i had him take pictures all the time it could have been once a week and I don't, and I, I think it's because there was something that I knew I wanted to be able to measure it that way. Because like we talked about at the top of the hour, it was mm -hmm. all about the visuals. We didn't see ourselves as fat and then we didn't see ourselves as skinnier, but it was always these photographs that really put it into perspective. Yes. So I would have him take a picture of me every week and I would throw it into like a little file and then time would go on. And then you, and especially when the scale doesn't move. Yes. I, I go grab some of those pictures and I'd be like, oh my God, like there's still a transformation going. And yeah. that's what we want to encourage people to not base it. The scale is a good unit of measurement over time, but yes. for your day to day, it can really mess with you mentally because if you're, if you're working out and you're eating healthy and you're doing all these things and then the scale doesn't move. When you're working out, you're adding muscle. Exactly. which is um is a weight gain on the scales so it's you know what i mean it's it's like everything yeah and it's not a useful term of measurement because like we said before two people can both weigh exactly 200 pounds and their body shapes can be completely different mm -hmm. so we can't fixate on the numbers of the scale what we want you guys to start fixating is the nsvs which I just found out last night, Victoria didn't know what an NSV was. So I guess that term is not huge in the UK. Not at all. Yeah. So here, well, maybe I was just dumb. And here's the thing though. I've been talking about NSVs for weeks now. Yeah. And once have you ever I'm asked like, me, is uh, that? I just didn't ask ever. <laughs> just let me keep no. it. And like, what what thought, so finally, Finally, last night, nonchalantly, she's like, what's an NSV? And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me with this? <laughs> so for Victoria and anybody else who doesn't know, NSV is a an acronym non-scale victory. victory. See? Yes, a non-scale victory. That you've accomplished success that you before. Yeah. sitting in a booth um yeah. wrapped your waist it's all of these little visual crossing things your legs. That... Mm -hmm. crossing your legs that's a good one and what else what else have i got um yeah before and after in the gym in a gym like clothes or dresses and things like that but yeah, executing all those sort of changes, um, especially mm -hmm. for the newbies that, you know, by doing that, you know, again, it's the, what is it? NSV. NSV, yeah. Um, yeah. And so those are great visual explanations of like where, how far you've come. It just really yes. drives it home. So yes. The scale is important, I guess, for health reasons. The doctor has to weigh you and things like that. But yeah. when we focus on the scale, we're setting ourselves up for failure if it doesn't go the way that the we want. But yes. if we focus on these little tiny goals that we want to do, 
when that day comes and those legs are crossed, the euphoric feeling you have will far surpass whatever the number was on that scale this morning. Seat belt over you. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, because that, like that. <laughs> yes, because that is a tangible result of your journey. Because the number right. there's been times where I'll literally eat some rice and the next day I've gained four pounds. And you're like, I did not eat four pounds of rice or pounds of food. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's so deceiving. And there's so many variables, your water intake, your sodium yeah. intake, you know, things that can make you bloat. But it's those NSVs that really tell you how successful you are becoming. That's it gives it. you something to look forward to. It gives yeah. you something to be excited by. And then when they come to fruition, you're so excited, you're going to. And you're going to find bigger. To, yeah. um, to achieve. So we're talking about Tudia. If you're just starting out your journey, Keep a pair of your pants for a while. Keep a pair of those yeah. jeans. Please love your jeans. Because I threw my big ones I, out. I, I, and um, I, it was so funny because. Picture. Yeah. And um, yeah, I took a picture that, that my, the biggest size I was, was a size 26, which I think we discerned in the UK was a size 30, right? I believe. Um, yeah. So I. I kept those jeans for a while. And then when I got down to a size 10, I had the pair of 26 and I put the pair of 10s right on top of it. And it blew my mind visually how much of a difference that was. And, um, yes, and yes. then I, and then I went and I put on those size 26 pants and I fit my whole body into one leg and it was that visual reality. Like I literally lost half of myself. Yes. And like, those are my tiny husband moments. Was, yeah. Amazing. My husband and Sophie, again, they did as a joke, came round in my trousers together. So the two of them were in one leg and they were like walking along. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I was laughing my socks off. But yeah, again, that's a that's the thing, isn't it? But then I chuck those jeans out. Why? I really wish I'd kept them. Well, because Victoria, we didn't have a podcast back then to give you all, all these tips. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. That's what it that's is. That's what it is. So forward, I'm not saying keep them for the rest of your life, but keep them for a while. Just, and sometimes for some people, just looking at it as a reminder, like never again, or I, yeah. I don't want to be there again, or whatever the yeah. case may be. Um, and I can't believe it. Like we're almost out of time. This is so weird. I know. I was looking as well. Um, sort so, of, um so. so should we tell them what the plan is for next week? Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 So Don't next this week. Yes. It's going sort of along the lines of this week: dysmorphia, the mental side of um this week. Um, for, so we're going to go into next week with, with um, we're going to have a special guest, uh, Miss Kelly Taylor, who is a clinical psychologist and works with bariatric patients a lot of times for the pre-op um, appointment procedure. And uh, we talked to her a little while ago and she's excited and we're excited because like we said, we're not professionals, 
So we don't understand why things are the way they are. We just, just yeah, we're just learning how to react to it and how to adapt to it and, you know, keep pushing forward. So it's going to be really interesting to kind of pick her brain a little bit and ask her questions. Uh, and obviously we want to hear from you guys. We want it. If there's any questions that you have that you want us to ask, if there's mm-hmm, certain things mm-hmm. that you're struggling with that you kind of want like an opinion or, or yeah. maybe understand the mechanics a little bit behind it, like send us a message, reach out to us. And, um, yeah, so she's gonna, she's gonna be joining us. She lives in New Jersey. So it'll be 2 PM her time. And yes. we're excited. Hello. Very excited. So yeah. 7 p.m. London time. Yes. So it's going to be 2 um, U.S. Eastern time and 11 U.S. PST time, yeah? Yes. Great. I think we covered all the bases. I um, think we everywhere in the world. <laughs> and we, we should find out, like, the time zones in Japan and, like... I know, Japan. time zones everywhere. <sighs> no, it's um, funny. So yeah, I'm just super excited. And I love that people are responding and they want to be a part of it and they want to jump on the bandwagon of like, let's spread it out more. Let's help other people. Awareness. Cause like I said, man, that they had this stuff seven and a half years ago when I went through this, I think it would have made, I don't know if it would have shaped me any differently. Maybe, maybe we had like, it's all for a reason. Um, But it's, I'm just really glad I want to get to the point where we can just help, even if it's just shifting the mindset just a little bit and helping people just be better versions of themselves. Yeah. Next week would be great as well. Yeah. I'm so excited. And I've been part of, she has a ton of support groups, um, that people come to and I've, I've been a part of some of the support groups and it, and it's so nice to be in a situation where you're talking to other people who've gone through it like you one, because they understand it better Two, It's a constant reminder that you're not alone. Like there were so many times when I was doing this on my own and I would have something happen, whether it was with my blood pressure or and I think I'm dying and I'm like doing like the web MD and I'm Googling my, I have some rare disease now because, and then <laughs> it's so true. And then, and then you find out that other people are like, oh my God, that happened to me too. And you're like, well, shit. Googled my symptoms because, yeah, Eric said I'm yeah. banned from Googling my symptoms because I always. Google, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But, anyways, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much a wrap for today. Um, yes. Again, we thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you for watching. Giving your input. Now and after as well. Some people come in after and watch it when they've got time. So thank you very much. We uh, appreciate it. Tune in next week. We'll see you next week with Kelly. Yeah. Bye-bye. I love you guys. See you you next week. week.